Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. My topic today is the new threat intelligence. It's my privilege to be speaking with Mario Vuxan. He's the founder and CEO of Reversing Labs. Mario, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tom. Uh, pleasure to be here. So I started the conversation talking about the new threat intelligence. And my opening question for you is, what's wrong with the old way that we approached it? Number one, a good threat intelligence program framework encompasses a number of things. The right business goals, technical requirements, teams, roles, systems, processes, and even metrics. Threat intel programs have evolved significantly over the past 10 years with the technology advancements of better global threat data and intel through machine learning and even artificial intelligence but also the platforms uh, that aggregate these authoritative sources and action out responses. To be the most effective, this global trends data must be applied to the organization and specifically what's happening on their network. Traditionally, local system information, asset values and vulnerabilities would be applied to antivirus network and endpoint attack information uh, to understand exposure and risk levels. But what we have learned is that this is simply not enough. While programs are spending a ton of time on understanding the greater threats and actor landscape and pulling together the contextual system and control data that identify the threat, our organizations are still missing the most important data that's a critical part of their response processes, and that's deep and detailed information on the actual attack itself. Mario, along those lines, what is the value of local threat intelligence, and how does it support a greater threat intel program? When done properly, we've seen threat intelligence programs that are able to inspect every file or every fileless object in their environment and to do it on a continuous basis. They build up a repository of goodware and malware over time. While day one, a file or files may be benign, these same files could turn out to be malicious uh, over a longer period of time. So it is critical to have this uh, new local intelligence of all local files and objects to truly be certain if threats are lurking hidden across the enterprise. If authoritative, this local intelligence then becomes not only key to better understanding of risk visibility across the network, but also automating malware and security operations processes. As local high-priority malware-infected objects are identified, where others may miss them, this data then becomes the trigger point to kick off investigative response and remediation processes. Mario, what do you find to be some of the limitations of the existing technology landscape? Certainly, most enterprises today have their layered security controls in place, whether they are antivirus, EDR, SIM, sandbox, TIP, container, or even source code security investments. While all of these controls are necessary to help push malware down to zero, malware is still being missed you know, every day of the week. Antivirus signatures take weeks to create and deploy. EDR, on the other hand, possesses some artificial intelligence capabilities but still does not inspect the actual files or objects. The sandboxes are limited in the size of files and the file types that they can execute, 
while still requiring costly architectures to support. SDLC processes, on the other hand, are missing trusted third-party and open-source malware-infected uh, libraries. That's why, in order to address the latest attacks, advanced persistent threats and polymorphic malware companies need a cloud malware analysis solution that can deliver high-volume processing, that it can support a large number of objects uh, formats, then ingest those formats and have the ability to automatically reverse, uh, reverse them, unpack them, deobfuscate, and classify them. Then these files need to be stored over time for historical references and any changes monitored. They also need to be delivered in a form to both SOC analysts you know, with prioritized classifications to make quick decisions while also offering deep investigatory tools uh, with Yara rule support and retrospective search capability for all the in in intelligence teams to leverage. Mario, I wonder if you might talk to me about automated static analysis, how it works, and some use cases that you've seen. Static analysis is the examination and unpacking of codes that extract indicators of compromise or IOCs, but without the need to execute the program. Unlike dynamic analysis, which is limited by file size and file type, and it's also time-intensive using runtime sandbox environments that execute files, automated static analysis does not need to be heavyweight testing environment. It can deliver results in only milliseconds across any file type or any fileless code snippet. Previously, the process of unpacking a file so it could be analyzed required multiple steps and tools, making it complex and unimplementable for real-time threat uh, detection. Most companies don't have the time or skill sets to do manual static analysis properly. However, the automation of static analysis now gives them a set of capabilities that can be realistically applied to their cybersecurity efforts. Some of the more advanced tools combine automation and machine learning with integration to expand malware ingestion, improving automated static analysis effectiveness, while optimizing existing security uh, investments that are uh, in place, like uh, reversing lamps. These advancements have turned static analysis into a fast, accurate, and scalable process that every enterprise can take advantage of, and as such, identify different uh, new threats in the environment. A good example of uh, such uh, cases are, for example, encrypted PDFs, which no other security solution can parse today, or the ability to process large archives, such as Metasploit ISOs, which are Linux-based, very large, and uh, beyond capabilities of traditional solutions to analyze. Or identifying PHP web shells, which uh, uh, frequently are embedded into web applications, either uh, third-party, you know, sometimes first-party, found in the bespoke commercial solutions that you know, our customers write, or we also find a lot of coin mining libraries injected into different you know, web frameworks that organizations utilize to build their own uh, internal solutions. We have also found uh, keyloggers and data stealing projects in third-party software updates, which uh, we believe are a very important up-and-coming vector for uh, infection.
Let's bring the conversation back to reversing labs. What are you doing to help organizations to take their threat intelligence programs to that next level? If companies have invested in antivirus, EDR, sandbox, and tip technologies, then reversing labs can start there to provide overall visibility and optimization to the investments and technologies in place. As companies look to further automate their uh, SOC processes, reversing labs can be that authoritative uh, source for local threat intelligence. Companies tend to use us today, uh, pulling data directly from our APIs to automate malware investigation processes. And we also classify high priority threats to enable fast decisions by the SOC. We're also seeing an expansion of local threat intel to uh, IT and DevOps. As apps and data are moved to the cloud, we can identify hidden threats to ensure safe backup and restoration. We also are being inserted as a part of the software supply chain process and SDLC processes to enable secure yet frictionless app development and testing. And then as more advanced intelligence teams need more detailed threat information, we provide Yara rules and retro searching capabilities to allow Intel teams to dig deep into the details of malware-infected files. Well, Mario, very good. I appreciate your time and insight today. Thanks so much for speaking with me. Thank you, Tom, so much. Greatly appreciate this time. Again, we've been talking about the new threat intelligence, and I've been speaking with Mario Vuksan, founder and CEO of Reversing Labs. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.